Hey guys, this is uh, Dear Scooter. Uh, we're proud to present, Sleep With Me podcast is proud to present, Game of Drones presenting a Napcast. This is just a couple segments of uh, Game of Drones episode towards the end that you might not have heard. In about a 20 to 30 minute segment, perfect length, hopefully to take a nap to. Now it's nap season, Thanksgiving you might not need this nap cast, but maybe, uh, what is it, the cr- crazy uh, buying stuff Friday. You might need it Saturday, Sunday, whenever. Go ahead and tuck it away, you know, for a little mini hibernation, right? And uh, if this, you're randomly finding this, this is a little segment of the Sleep With Me podcast, the podcast to put you to sleep. You can find it on iTunes, on any podcast, thingamajig. Or at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Hello, hello. This is Tommen, uh, Sir Tommen, Lord Tommen, uh, calling in with another tale of Sir Pounce, the greatest cat in the world. The greatest cat a boy's ever been best friends with, and the greatest better best friend a cat and boy have ever been friendshiped about. That's Sir Pounce. And that's Tommen, and that's me, and I'm the one telling you about the tales of Sir Pounce. Now, tonight we're continuing Sir Pounce in the Quest 08, where Sir Pounce decided because some pirate was flapping his gums about uh, something, and Sir Pounce didn't like He said, I'll get a whisker from a cat from all eight kingdoms of Westeros, my friend, and slap you in the face. Or maybe he did. And then clawed him. Oh, no, he clawed the man in the last tale, maybe. And I, I grew my nails, and Mother found out because I clawed a scepter. Oh, but that's nothing. And before I tell you the tale of Sir Pounce, i got to tell you. Because sometimes Salmon, he needs Sir Pounce because Sir Pounce was out for the day. And Joff knocked in the room, and he had that nice look on his face, which makes me terribly afraid. And makes me have to go to party. I said, one second, I've got to pee. And then he said, come on, Tom, and let's go play. And I said, really? And he said, no, no, really, really. I'm king now, and I have, I have to be more like a king. I'm going to change how I do things. And one of them is play with my brother, Tom. Because I, you know, you have that cat you spend all that time with. Why don't you spend some time with your brother? And I said, really? I know. In my head, I was like, oh, no. And then the hound came and said, let's go, boy. Let's go. You go with your brother. I said, okay, okay. You, uh, uh, like that. And then I said, Josh said, don't worry. Hound, hound. His bark smells like his pits or something, he said. And the hound looked to Joff and then kept walking. And then uh, he said, I said, what, 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 do you, what, what do you want, my, my, my sir, my sir? my lord, my liege. And he said, oh, I'm your brother. Don't, don't. And he said, uh, what you, what you do? Uh, come on, we're going to play some soccer. And I said, oh, well, what's that? What's that? And he said, oh, they played across the narrow sea. It's played with a ball. And, uh, you know, it was a, I said, oh, that kicking game. I do like that kicking game. Of, oh, Chaff, you want to play kick kicking game with me with a ball? And he said, I do. And I said, that sounds so much fun. And then he 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 said, "Okay, okay, close your eyes. I'm going to kick." And it was a it was a head. It was a head. 
I said, we get to the point, I was going to build it up, but it's, it was terrible, and I cried. And then he said, uh, he said, uh, he said, oh, I'm sorry, here, I have this treat. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, I, I love, well, anyway, it was a tongue. Oh, Joff's a terrible king. Don't, don't ever let him find out I told you that. He's, a, he's so mean. And Sabound said, well, let me tell you the rest of the tale of eight. I can get your mind off it, Tommen. He said, Tommen, one time I found myself in the Iron Islands. And I said, the Iron Islands? That sounds like a terrible place. And Sabound said, it is a terrible place. And uh, what, uh, what, what we need to do, Tommen, uh, when we're in a terrible place, is give it our best. Can you do that, Tommen, sometimes? And I said, I don't know, Sabound. I'm just a... A repulsive creature, as Mother says sometimes, and... Oh, oh calm down, calm, calm down. Let me tell you about this tale of the Iron Islands, okay? The Iron Islands are a terrible place. But just because it's a terrible place does not mean it does not have beautiful things, Tommen. Now I went to the Iron Isles, and I bounced around the Iron Isles from island to island, sneaking on the largest ship I could find, and drinking rum until I woke at port, and then walking around and clearing my head and saying never again will I go on the sea, though I didn't, and somehow I would get a hairball and I would have to toss it up upon Tommen, but uh, anyway, I arrived at this big island. I'm not sure what it was called, but it was repulsive, repulsive Tommen. You know, those rocks that are slick and cold and the air is both wet and freezing and it goes into your bones and makes them ache. And that is also a metaphor, gives you a foreboding that soon more than just your bones will ache on this isle. And someone spotted me, some toothless iron islander, and he said, Eh, we ate cats on this island. Be gone with you, go back on your ship, and you can thank me for telling you to get out of here before fate worse than, uh, you know, boat riding for cats awaits you. And I said, uh, thank you, kind sir. And uh, I said, uh, what, do you, what do they feed the toothless on the Zion Island? He said, uh, book soup. And I said, oh, book soup, what is that? He said that book soup's what the rich toothless eat. I eat nothing but what I can scrounge, which is mostly dirt and the beetles of the earth. And, uh, now, Tommen, don't eat any beetles, okay? And that's what his Sipounce said to me. And I said, well, Sipounce, this story is not, uh, it's making me distracted and thinking about the what Joff made me kick and the eyes looking at me. Well, this, uh, Sir Tommen, Tommen, easy. This, this man's eyes were quite... Quite sad, and suddenly I got a sense that this Iron Island, as hard as it is in name, and its people seemed hard, and it looks cold, and the air cold. I said to myself, Sir Pounce, you still need to get a, you know, whisker here, and uh, hopefully you can find one cat that's, I'm not, I don't really mind the teeth, but you know, uh, you know, that doesn't have a bone showing, uh, you know, and has at least a, you know, there's a more, you know, full head of hair, uh, uh, you know, and whiskers, of course, and maybe isn't dirty and ratty, because that's not my thing, Tommen. 
and so I headed to the biggest castle, and as soon as I got close to the castle, I knew that that was not the place for me. And so I went by, and I smelled some wood burning just past the castle over the hill. And it was burning, and it was like an alder apple wood, and it was, it was a scent that warmed my heart, Tom. And, and then I smelled barbecued meat, and I went over, and there was this woman dressed in a, a red bathrobe, and she was, it was, it was, uh, we won't talk about that, Tommen, but I went beyond there and down through a gully past the fires and I found tucked away in the hills a large house made of uh, earth, rammed earth, Tommen, not stone. And I said to myself, now there's a place that has a chance to be warm on the inside and, and not cold. For the rammed earth will both retain, re, re, keep, retain the heat, but also radiate the heat as it gets warm or something, Tom. And, and add a nice grassy roof. And then I got up on the roof and I rolled around and, and rubbed my face. And I said, this is what makes the oh, Tom and my itchy back. Well, this, this peat, they called it a peat roof. And they were burning peat inside. And it was lovely. And I went in, and an old lady was making soup. And I said to her, afternoon, milady. She was an old woman. She said to me, hello. You have never seen a cat so fine, except for the cat I had once, who was taken away by that woman in the red bathrobe. And I said, well, what are you cooking up there, book soup? She said, book soup's for fools. All it is is uh, it's a long story. It's glue soup is what they should call it. Fool soup. No, this is turnips and parsnips and rutabagas. Mixed with the bones of some birds that I know how cats hate. And I'm making it to bring back my lovely cat, Petalina. And Sir Pound said, well, what's happened to this cat? And she said, you fell under the spell of the woman in the red bathrobe. And I miss her so. But she's got this new thing about barbecuing. Well, I don't like talking about it. It's not proper. And Sir Pounce said, I'll get your cat back. I'll be back. And Sir Pounce pounced off like a rocket up the hill and back to where the barbecue was going on. And the woman in the red bathrobe was there. And uh, Sir Pounce said her bathrobe was open. And he said, Tom, I don't think about that too much, though. For Sir Pounce raced along and raced back and forth looking for the cat. And then she saw her on a pile of twigs watching the fire hypnotized by the fire and the red woman was dancing and and making chants that were hypnotic and the cat was hypnotized and so Sir Pounce went up to her and bit her tail so hard that the cat, not the woman vet and never bite anything Tom and oh god what they'll do to you if you stop biting your sister or the scepters, clawing's one thing but Sir Pounce bit her tail and ran off and this cat said and she ran after Sir Pounce with a fire in her eyes. Sir Pounce ran right back to the house, jumped on the peat roof, and the cat dived on Sir Pounce, and he dived out of the way, and she rolled. And something about the peat on her spine and on that... Uh, Sir Pounce jumped on her and rubbed her lower back into the peat, and it brought her back to life. And then Sir Pounce said, and then I... Well, we rolled in the peat for a while, Tom, and... We were covered in peat, and then we had ourselves a bowl of whatever that cat, pigeon, 
uh, turnip bag of soup was, and it was good. And then we went back up on the peat, and the red, and then the red woman came and took the cat away. But I had plucked a whisker, and the old one cried. But I, and then I rolled around the roof a few more times and uh, got some of the, the uh, never mind, Tommy. And then uh, I was off to leave the Iron Island Islands and never to return. But you see, Tommy, there's a peat roof everywhere if you look hard enough. But, but what about the, uh, the little woman girl cat, Sir Pounce? Oh, well, uh, you know, she liked looking at fire. So that's it. That's the story. Sir Pounce, I don't understand. Joth made me kick around ahead today. Yes, you'll be fine, Tommy. Now, Tommy, just think about your bed and roll around in your bed like it was a peat roof. Thick grass. Go ahead, Tommy, do it. Roll in that bed, Tommy. Now, you can itch your back, most of it, while you're a little pudgy, but, uh, Anyway, Tommen, just remember you have a bed, okay? It's a peat roof, and it's the greatest thing in the world, and that's it. And that was another whisker I plucked. So that was Sir Pounce's tale, and now I'm in bed, pretending it's peat moss or whatever he said, and I tried rolling in the grass, and that peat moss must be different. So that's what I asked for for the, uh, the, the Joss name day whenever it comes. Oh, my name day is a peat mat, a mat of peat. And Mother looked at me and she scoffed. Oh, what a boy you are. Oh, so. And then that that man with the chains, the magister or whatever, said, oh, well, the boy's a boy. Maybe he'll be a maester. He would like us at the peat moss. So that's the tale of Sir Pounce and the Iron Islands and the Roof of Peat. The end. Thank you, folks. Lord Sir Tommen, hoping his bed is a bed of peat moss, and not of Joff-related dreams of terror. Okay, I know it'll be, because I have Sir Pounce here, under my armpit, keeping me warm, and keeping you warm, because Sir Pounce is my best friend, and you are my friends. I hope, I hope you're my friends. I hope you, like, you don't see me like mother. And father dead and Joff. Even the hound looks at me with a disgust. Oh, but Sir Pounce does not. So that is it. Thank you. A crone, sweet crone, sweet, sweet crone. Barky, Jester, Miller, Smith. It's me clocking in. Um, latest update on this war, religious war. Things are dying down. Uh, and I mean, by dying down, I mean uh, it uh, ended up w worked itself out because uh, so we had the severed souls, and I was trying to get everything doing good, and um, you know, I, I got all the people. You know, I said, "Let's take care of these old people." What do you say? You know, this is, if you don't like your mother, take care of this guy's mother, and. Uh, uh, it, 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 I started enjoying it, and then people call, started calling me the shepherd, like I was shepherding these, because all the old people started dressing in white, like sheep, and uh, you know they're mostly white hair and stuff like that, 
And, you know, Smith, we we used some weapons. There was, you know, with the rich uh, – uh, we had a little a couple battles with the um, Septon's armies, but uh, mostly they realized they were – they were like, wait a second, some real smart guy came in and he said, uh, well, let's talk peace, let's talk peace. And he called me in. And after he met me, about five minutes later, he started laughing. He said, no, no, go ahead, go, go. Yeah, this will be fine. Yeah, I don't know. He said, let me meet this great shepherd. And then he started laughing. And then it went from great shepherd, like I, I was a little worried gods I was going to become a god because, you know, they were calling me the great shepherd and acting like I returned and I was calling me the stuff of Dothraki legends or something like that. Uh, but, you know, uh, unfortunately, Crone, people got really sick of having these older people they weren't related to in their houses. And then when I was telling them how much the taxes were going to be to keep the, you know, um, houses running they said you know and then um everyone had heard about they figured out that I wasn't a brothel inspector so they heard about my activity in the brothels so that was a big joke and then they were calling started calling me the lesser shepherd and because and then they said that I, that I lie with my sheep uh and I think they meant like sleeping with the old people because a lot of them is like transference I think is what they call it they were confused because I was helping them Maybe I made a, I don't know, God. So so the good news is no more religious war um, at all. And Smith, I kind of think we glorified your name because we took up arms. We took arms. There was some clanging of arms. They, you know, they armed people against us. So I think we did a pretty good job, uh, you know, fighting for you guys. So, I mean, it's not like a big update this week. There's not, nothing else uh is, you know, I'm the lesser shepherd, and people get a kick out of that, I guess, calling me that, and then um, then they threw us all out of town. And uh, so we're back at Shut-In City. But to be honest, I'm out of here, God's crone, because uh, a lot of people, um, they're, they're sick of me too. They, they, they kicked me out, okay? They said uh, they had a couple people that were their leader types, and they said I was some glory hound, and that they asked me to leave, and um, you know that they could do a better job on their own. And then they said, you know, why didn't you build any? Per-? You know, then they started building rammed earth housing that they said I knew about like five episodes ago because I did a report on it. And I said, how'd you find out about the podcast? They said we found it in a tree, and I said, oh yeah, I forgot about that that whole thing. Um, Really good news is George R. R. Martin's not going to find out about any of this and get mad at me because it's like back, like the Severed Soul movement is gone. Uh, I'm kicked out, so I'm just like on this, you know, but believe it or not, I'm on that rock right now. I'm like huddled up against it trying to keep myself warm that that uh, old woman was at the beginning of this whole uh, um, arc of story that I've been telling you guys uh the, you know, when I kicked it off helping that old lady, trying to glorify, so I kind of glorified some names, uh, Barky, we lived in a tree, cops or whatever, a collection of trees, and Smith, we, you know, used some steel, Miller, you already got yours, Barky, you kind of got yours already, Crone, it was your people, 
And uh, Jester, obviously, you probably had a laugh at the whole thing. Jester, I got a new god here on Earth for you. His name's Damon. He's going to be watching out, so that's that. Uh, he volunteered to uh, step up for you, um, and he, he sent me a picture of him dressed as a clown. So, Bark, any of those, uh, those DVDs are really late, so can you get those back to me? So, guys, hopefully I'll survive the night, huddle against this rock. I'm, I don't think I'm being overly dramatic or anything, but I'm going to, you know, I'm going to recover from this. It's a little, it's got me a little down. Because uh, from you know I was the great shepherd for about six hours there, and um, even the, the young women were looking at me like a little bit, and uh, now they're saying you know I'm the lesser shepherd who lays with the sheep. So even be associated with a death rack is cool. I mean, so that's it, guys. Thank you for this learning opportunity. I learned a lot. Um, I learned. Uh, Aldermen suck. I learned that, Crone, you got it difficult. You're not, it's not easy being you. And, uh, but I think your people, maybe they'll take care of themselves. Maybe they'll go back in and work something out. But you're better off without me. Or maybe I, I started their self, um, you know, self sustaining movement. I'm not sure. I'm not going to take any credit for it. And, um, I learned, uh, using, fake witches to steal stuff works uh, but only in situations where it's called for and um, I learned pretending a brothel inspector uh, uh, it can be fun until people humiliate you and uh, you know I just learned that you know it's me and you gods I'm here you know you're here to teach me I'm here to learn and praise your names and uh you know, go on adventures, I guess. This was an adventure I wouldn't have had if I didn't spot that woman. You know, who? what an opportunity to be pretend I have a coven of witches at my side and um, deal with STDs and older adults and, you know, uh, uh, get aldermen thrown out of town. So that's it, guys. I'm hoping another adventure comes up soon. I know it will. Because I got to get out of this town, so I got to walk and try to find something else to do. So uh, I'll be in touch. I'm, my first priority is bringing, helping, uh, well, be able to get some bread and some ale and some. Well, I guess I yeah, no more ale. Some bread and some warm stuff, and then uh, maybe, maybe maybe make out with um, uh, this one woman. She, she had no teeth, but she made out like uh, she did. So that's the one that everybody saw me making out with. Because uh, she said, you ever kiss a woman? She was quite fetching. And she said, you ever kiss a woman without any teeth? I said, no. And she said, would you like to? I said, no. And she said, well, do it. And then I said, afterwards, I said, well, I was wrong. I should have, you know. Um, so that's it, God. So I'll be in. I'll be up. I'll be back soon. And may the road rise to meet us all. And our feet that touch our back with the wind. Or whatever they say, gods. All right. Uh, thank you again. Sweet crone. Sweet, 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 sweet crone. Miller Barkey. Jester. Uh, Smith. And, uh, uh, um, yeah. I'm, I'm a maiden. I'm, I'm hovel against this rock right now. Body would be uh, ideal. Uh, 
I'm just saying. All right, guys, I'll, I'll be in touch. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Good night.